Welcome to Beyond Meditation Podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Jazzy. We started this podcast to share new ways to quiet the mind, get in touch with who you really are, and find alignment with purpose. We are here to empower you with our stories, tools, and knowledge. So grab some tea, bring your journal, and let's go go beyond beyond meditation. meditation. Welcome, everyone. So it is my pleasure to introduce Alexis Nicole Jackson. She is a spiritual healer and witch who specializes in glamour magic, occult studies, and angelic ritual practices. She is also a professional R&B singer with her recent album, Elixir and Smoke, Volume 1, which reached a 1 million stream across major music platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube Music. And she's the owner of theglamourwitch.com, where she supplies magical tools, teachings, and fashion for the modern witch. Welcome, Alexis. Thank you so much. Hey, I'm excited (laughs) you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. So I've been a big fan for a really long time and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've been following you, uh, for a a couple of years now, and I always see you as the modern quintessential glamour, witch. you are so charming, beautiful, and a magnet. Can you you tell (laughs) us about what it means to be a glamour, witch? Wow. Um, well, I, for me, I mean, I'm sure everybody has their own definitions, right, of what that means. I guess there's like a an actual like professional definition. But for me, I see a glamour witch as somebody who knows that they have a unique essence and that this world would be absolutely fucked without them. <laughs> and they use that essence to create beauty and healing and inspiration that elevates the quality of their own life as well as the lives of people around them. They're powerful transmuters, seeing every mundane thing as a magical tool that is just like begging to be brought to life. Um, I just think that a glamour wish is like, a very sexy and sensual healer who like also knows how to like wield their darkness and their light to create beauty. And they know how to embrace who they are. They romanticize life. They seek the joy of living and they understand that even a dying rose or a dead thing can be turned into a a magical ingredient that can bring new love and new life to, you know, everything that they do. So they're really just like searching for beauty um, in this world, even in the seemingly difficult things about life. So yeah, that's, that's what I would, I think a glamour witch is. <laughs> I think like, that is spot on. definition. I mean, if it's not in the dictionary, it needs to be now, you know what I'm saying? For sure. That exact, <laughs> that exact wording. <laughs> How did you get into all of this? Like, where did you start? Man. Um, well, I mean, glamour magic was like, I think something that I found later on in the practice, but like just magic and and witchcraft and spirituality as a whole. Um, I had my first of many spiritual awaken awakenings in 2014. And this was like, before it was like widely accepted and widely embraced like it is right now, which I'm loving because, your girl was in the broom closet hardcore at that point. And, you know, I was even afraid to like go into the comment section of videos that I would watch on YouTube to like ask questions. Like I wouldn't even thought in a million years to ask a witch online a question or to even think that she would give me an answer back. Um, So it's just so interesting being in this time where it's so um, second nature and, and accepted. But I started my journey in 2014 when I first moved to Los Angeles. I was 19 and I was moving into LA and I was so excited. And I was like, like releasing the religious trauma of like growing up in a very strict Christian home. Um, and I had basically like kind of denounced all types of spirituality because I was just like, being in the church was like so traumatizing. I was like, forget all these people. They're crazy. They're hypocritical. I'm done. I'm just going to be a good person and do my thing. I'm not going to be worried about what happens when I die because I'm alive right now. And I need to just enjoy that. So I feel like spirit was like, 
got her. Like <laughs> we got her. <laughs> this is the perfect platform for us to go in and just slam her with the biggest revelation. Like she's cleared her plate. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing at the time. I just, I just was trying to be free and young and cute and everything. I didn't realize that I was opening the damn floodgates. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, like a month into like, I want to say six months actually into living in Los Angeles, I went through major tower moments after tower moments, and they were in the form of literal deaths. So I had five people in a month's time pass away, different people from different parts of my life in different ways. And a, a lot of them very suddenly and dramatically and tragically and, you know, I grew up with psychic abilities. I was clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient from a very young age. I grew up in a haunted house. So I always kind of had a connection to spirit and um, passed on spirits and stuff like that. But I never really understood it. And it was scary to me, you know. So at that time, it was like activated like a hundred times more than it ever had been. And I was being inundated with these passed on individuals coming to visit me, you know, in my dreams, they'd show up while I was in class, you know, I'd be just minding my business, doing whatever I was doing, or I'd start thinking about them and being sad, obviously like upset. And they would come and visit me. And, you know, I, I thought I was losing my mind because I was like, <laughs> what is happening to me? And I had no spiritual faith to help me understand and unpack what was going on with me. So I really spiraled, right? Mentally, mm -hmm. emotionally, I was in a tornado of, <laughs> of craziness. And my friend at the time when I was in college, she knew that what was going on with me. And she had kind of been like introducing me into like astrology and stuff, but that was as far as it went. And she was like, you know what, girl, come over to my house. We'll make margaritas and we'll just like hang out. You know, she was just like trying to be a good friend and, and I was like, okay, you know, and she takes me to her mom's house, which is like in the Hollywood Hills. And I was like, girl, I didn't know you had money like this. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, you're doing it like, like we're at like a community college. I know your mom was out here mostly, like, you know, and uh, I get to the house and I walk in and immediately there are spirits in the house, like, like walking around. And I'm like, looking around like oh my and I'm thinking first of all I'm like don't like maybe I shouldn't tell her because like I still hadn't really figured out like what was happening to me and why I was like if I was just like going like having like a, a mental breakdown or if I was if it was really happening to me but I was like you know she's spiritual so maybe she'll get it and I was like um I was like do you ever feel like there's like spirits here she's like oh yeah there there are like <laughs> they're like they hang out here we're, we're actually really close with all the spirits that live here and I was like oh uh, okay <laughs> cool where's that margarita because <laughs> I was like no I don't I don't even want to get into it I really wasn't there to go further into any type of spiritual stuff I just wanted to forget and I met her mom, the most amazing woman. She was like, she was a Leo and immediately hit it off. She's got great energy. I was like, yes, so much fun. They're giving me a tour around the house, this beautiful property. And we get to the backyard and this is back house area. And it was like glowing. And I just, I was like so drawn to it, but they were like purposely leading me all around it, like avoiding the room. And I thought it was weird. Cause I was like, there's this giant shed here, like this thing like why are we not going over here and when I would ask about it they'd kind of like change the subject so finally came time to actually go in and they're like okay let's lead you into the the back house they both go in and as soon as I walk in the front doors I was like hit with electricity it felt like in my body and just jolted into like intense sobbing and crying and my body was just weighed with all of the emotional energy that I had been holding on to, it just came out of me like, like a dam breaking. Right. And I'm, so, I'm on the floor at this point outside of the room, like not even really understanding what's happening to me. And I'm crying. Like I was a newborn child, like sound came out of me that I'd never heard myself make 
it was that like pure of like <laughs> tears, right? Like I was being birthed in that moment. And when I finally was like coherent and coming back and I'm wiping away the snot bubbles and, you know, just trying to get myself together, she comes over to me and I look at her and she goes, okay, now you're ready to come into the room. Mm. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what is this? I was so scared. But I walk into the room and a peace fell over me that I had never felt in my entire life. I was, it was like I had been holding my breath my whole life. And I finally, my lungs were filled with air and there was a cool breeze on my neck. And I just felt light and at peace in my spirit. And I just was like, oh my gosh, is this what people feel like normally? Like, I don't even like, I, it was just so unbelievable that I could feel that at peace in my own body. And from that point on, she kind of explained to me that she was a shaman. And I actually found out a little bit later that she was, that it was, we were actually at Shaman Durek's house, which he's actually a celebrity shaman here in Los Angeles. And he's really well known. And she was living there with him, like learning from him. And so we were in his space. And I just remember thinking like, how did I get here? <laughs> I'm so happy that I'm here. And every weekend she would invite me over and we would learn about magic and different healing modalities and crystals and we would do spells and we sing to the moon and we'd learn about animal spirits. And there was so much activity that would happen in that backyard that it really just like gave me the permission to explore. And after a little while, she was like, okay, enough. Now you go, you go explore, you go, you know, investigate what you you know, need to be doing now. I've given you enough of a, a, a sample, Costco sample for you to decide like, you know, that you really want to try this. And so, and that's what I did, you know, and I kind of began my journey and, you know, a lot of mistakes and a lot of lessons learned and, and a lot of success, uh, you know, so many years later and here I am. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's how I, got into it. Um, I think most people kind of fall into it through a major a a spiritual awakening that like shakes them to their core. It's usually never like fun. <laughs> it's, never, it's usually not like, oh yeah, you know, I found this like really cool book. And then I just like, you know, usually it's like the right. universe really has to shake loose all these like identities and limiting beliefs and understandings of like what life is out of you so that there can be space for this new understanding and that can be so unbelievably painful and daunting and lonely um and a lot of people just don't want to do that so you know even even if you go through the spiritual awakening you know some people don't make it out on the other side because they're like fuck this I'm not doing this I was better when I was like blind you know to the truth so yeah I you know, I've, I found it. I, and I feel like I didn't even found it, uh, find it. It found me, you know, I, I feel like I stumbled into it a little bit, um, not knowing how far it was going to lead me. And I'm so happy that I was willing to, um, have those little ego deaths and dark night of the souls, um, and be strong enough to make it out on the other side, because man, my life looks so different than what I thought it was going to be in, in the best way. I love hearing that story every <laughs> single time you tell it and every single time you, you know, there's different details that come up and I'm so grateful for that moment in your life because that has brought you to me into my life. Right. Um, and I just feel like every time you tell the story, I can see it all happen yes. you know, right in front of my eyes. And it's just, it's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us and with our listeners. Yes. Um, it's so interesting. So earlier today, I got a text message from somebody um, that had bought a candle from me and, you know, the candle had blown out and, you know, she was like, what does it mean? You know, I had gifted it mm -hmm. to someone and, you know, they're always talking about how brujeria is bad and it's such a bad connotation where it's evil or whatever. Right. right? right. And there's a lot of fear that is instilled within, you know, my culture and other cultures as right. well. Um, how, 
have you been able to leverage this wisdom to just ignore those things that you've learned maybe in Christianity or or in the religions that, that you were in, you know, prior to this life? Mm-hmm. Um, and how has it helped you improve your life? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I think for me, you know, I always kind of felt like there was something fishy going on with Christianity. Like, I feel like I felt that since I was a little girl and I, I had so many questions that I felt just weren't answered and couldn't be answered. And, you know, I almost felt like I would, the more I tried to investigate uh, and explore and dive deeper and, you know, pull behind the curtain, like the, the, the more I was punished for it. And so it really turned me off. And I think that, um, it was really easy to kind of let go of it for me personally. Cause I was like, well, y'all ain't got all the answers. Like you got very, very few answers. And, you know, I, I also felt there was so much judgment and hypocrisy and self-hate and just a lot of pages missing literally. Um, and I just, it was easier for me to accept that like, okay, people don't really know what they're talking about. And I, if I want to figure out what's going on, I'm going to have to look behind like all these negative things that people are saying about these other spiritual modalities and religions. I have to be willing to, to face them and see if like what they're saying is true. Like, where is this lore coming from or this, you know, fear coming from? I had to peel back the layers because, you know, for me, Christianity, you know, learning about Christianity and also just like its roots in African-American history, you know, it's not even African, African tradition. Like we, we are not Christians, right? That's our slave owners religion that was, you know, pressed upon us. So learning that, you know, also kind of gave me more of a uh, a sense of like, okay, well, this is not even, this wasn't even really originally meant for me. It was designed as a oppressive tool, you know? And like, as I kind of kept going further into it and kind of trying to see the through lines and I started realizing like, oh, wow, a lot of the traditions in Christianity that I grew up with were adopted from pagan practices, you know? I'm like, mm-hmm. Y'all over here talking about the the body and the blood of Christ doing communion. It sounds like a blood sacrifice to me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, (laughs) what's going on? Well, you know, what's the tea here? They're talking about calling in the spirit. And it's like, what spirit really? You know, the Holy Spirit. No one's ever asking like what spirit really we're inviting and speaking in tongues and, you know, uh, laying on of hands and these things that, you know, now I, you know, we know as like Reiki energy healing and, you know, light language and so many other things that for me, I was like, okay, so why (laughs) it's like been repackaged to be able to fit into this narrative. And it, it just became so much easier as time progressed, like of me educating myself and being hungry purely for knowledge, not necessarily to just debunk it, but just purely to understand like, what's going on that I was like, oh, it's interconnected, right? It's, it's meant to keep you just spiritual enough where you feel like you're getting something from it and you may get something from it, but it's not going to give you enough where you're going to have these like deep spiritual awakenings. And not to say that people who are Christian don't have um, a connection with God or spirit, but it's, it's, it's designed to keep you at, at a level. Right. And so I think I always just was so hungry for more that I was so willing to let it go. But it it took some time. It took years for me not to like spook myself, you know, mm-hmm. like doing magic and like getting nervous. Like I'd hear a bump or <laughs> the lights would flicker, you know, just spiritual things that happen that now I'm like, oh, confirmation, you know, <laughs> now I'm like, oh, great. Perfect. You know, I I don't fear these things. And I actually now, because I allow, you know, so many years have uh, passed of me being this practice. I know the difference between, um, I know the difference between like, you know, a, a negative spirit and somebody who is 
you know, just checking in, popping in to, to see how I'm doing or my spirit guides or a passed on loved one where Christianity and some Abrahamic religions, they don't give you that understanding. So everything is fear-based. Everything is anxiety. Everything is, there's something in the closet, uh, you know, the boogeyman underneath the, the bed mm-hmm. and it's disempowering. Yes. And I felt like I needed to free myself for so many reasons that keeping that and also trying to expand myself spiritually, it just didn't work. So I had to like, just at some point tell myself, you know what, either I'm going to be scared, (laughs) either I'm going to be scared or I'm going to feel the fear and do it anyways and find out, you know, kind of like those fuck around and find out vibes, you know, and, and I'm so happy that I did because what I realized was there really wasn't what I thought I needed to be afraid of wasn't the fearful thing, right? Like there's plenty of things out there that are scary, um, but it wasn't what people had told me. And I and I also then had to go back and um, forgive myself for all the times I tried to like make myself feel bad for the things I was doing and judge myself so harshly or, you know, uh, beat myself down for not being christian or whatever you know that people like being normal you know i felt like majority of my life i was always an outcast and then i you know left christianity and i felt like i was finally getting an opportunity to be like everybody else and then again here i am going into witchcraft which is like damn girl like you really did it again (laughs) like can you let us be normal and i'm like forgiving myself for judging that path like and recognizing like you were never meant to be normal or to follow a train that people kind of set out for you. Right. And so I think of every person has to decide for themselves, like, like where, where, what do I want ultimately to experience in life? And if I'm already limiting the experience, experience and the expression of the way that God shows up in my life, I've missed a very important part of the journey. You know, if I'm saying the only way that God can communicate with me and connect with me is if he comes in in this way, in this spiritual practice, through these types of people who have this amount of money in their bank account, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm missing out on crucial details. I'm limiting the way that the universe can bless me and show up. So no matter what your religious faith is, if everything is fear-based and there is a lack of knowledge, instinct, intuition, and inner knowing there... I mean, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I mean, stay where you're at, I guess, if that's where you want to be. But if you're coming over here, you have to know that, like, it's going to take some um, cleansing and purging of religious trauma. And that does take a little bit of time. But if you're committed to it, you'll find that it gets easier and easier. You find yourself in this work. And then all of a sudden, it's like, again, like that feeling of taking that first breath of fresh air. And now when people talk to you about it, you have conviction, you know, you can speak more confidently, you can share your gifts with others. And also, you know, when they have their questions or their concerns, you know what you had to go through to work yourself out of that situation. It becomes so much easier. And then you get to a place at a certain point where you're almost like, I don't even need to deal with people who need all this damn convincing you know like I'm not for you you know it's it's okay so there's layers to it and I think if you're patient enough and you're you know intrigued and curious enough about it um spirit will always help you find the way amen amen feel the fear (laughs) and do it anyways (laughs) yes yes I love that. Oh my God. Yeah. I did like so much of that resonated with me as someone who grew up like super Catholic. I was like homeschooled. Like there's so much like religious trauma that it's, it's so resonating to hear somebody have like such a similar story and like fight through it and get through it to be on the other side. You know, it's, it's super empowering, super empowering. And I feel like, I don't know if you feel this too. So I was wondering, do you feel like the witch wound is back? to be healed? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the way that we're so out loud and proud about (laughs) being witches, I mean, I love it. And I feel there was a time too, I remember like just a couple of years ago, I might've been actually in 2020 where when I had really come forward with the glamour witch, right? And like really made that very (laughs) proud 
statement. Um, I remember I was on somebody's, um, like, I think it was an Instagram live or something. And, and he had asked me, so like, how do you feel about like really using that word, which, you know, because people are really scared of that. And I said, I love it because it challenges people to ask themselves where this fear came from. Because when you look at me and you see my content and you see what I'm posting or you hear my music, you, you're, you're sensing that there's a witchy vibe, but you're also like, wow, like she's somebody that I, that I see a part, a part of myself in, you know, like she is somebody that I would hang out with or like somebody that I know that I went to school with, you know, like, I, like all these judgments that, you know, the media and movies and, and just all these historical things that we know about, which just kind of, uh, falls away. And you start to have to, uh, reconcile with this like really harsh judgment that has been placed here that doesn't have any basis in fact. And I think the challenging part of it is so exciting to me. I, I'm, maybe that's me being a little bit of like a catalyst and, and, and looking to, you know, shake, shake people's world up a little bit, but it's almost like, I'm so happy we're getting an opportunity to redefine the word and take it back and, and use it as an empowering force instead of as a scarlet A you know? So that's how I feel about it. I'm, I'm so happy that we're doing it because yeah. it's about time. <laughs> it is. It is. And I, I, yeah, exactly. And I feel like it, part of it subconsciously or consciously, whether whoever start, you know, the church started it obviously, but it's like a way right. to hold women back, you know, and keep the, mm -hmm. the holiness and the spirit within the priest. So you can only reach God by going through man, mm -hmm. you know? So right and uh, and not just man men <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know exactly yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just call a fate a fate <laughs> uh no i don't want to hear your opinion anymore <laughs> next exactly i feel like a lot of the times in the spiritual community you know people are trying to get started um they don't know who to follow sometimes they're following the wrong thing mm -hmm. Uh, do you have any advice for people that are wanting to open up this side of themselves, looking into their ancestry, et cetera, where should they start? Well, if you're specifically, if you're looking into like magic or, um, I mean, I think even like, uh, going into things like ancestor work and, um, just any form of like metaphysical, you know, bracket outside of any basic Abrahamic religion. I think what you should maybe look at if you're again, dealing with that religious trauma is like how much of whatever it is that you're delving into historically has been demonized by the church as a propaganda tool and how much of it is based in actual truth. In fact, where's, where's the rhetoric coming from? Like, so that you can feel better, you know, going into it. You know, if you're going to start doing your research or you're scared, like go ahead and, and look because the information is is there. It's we're in such a powerful time of information. Obviously, there is a lot of it. But if you're going to be looking for something to quell that that fear, then go into that place first, if that feels right to you. But if you're like, let me just I'm ready to put my feet in like like where do I start? I would say start with protection and cleansing. Because that's something for me that I wish that I would have done first. Woo, girl, I'm out here doing love spells and <laughs> money magic. And I needed a protection ritual and I needed a good cleansing. I needed a good clearing. I needed a good uncrossing. And I didn't even realize how interconnected that was in the success of everything else that you were going to be doing, you know? If, if your energy and your vibration is protected, you're not, you don't have a leaky aura or you're not, you know, uh, surrounding yourself in dangerous environments, or you're just protecting yourself in general, it's easier for you to keep and harness that energy that you need for the spell work. If you're cleansing and purifying your, your vibrational frequency, you're making sure that it is as powerful as it possibly can be. And you're removing any blockages that might stop you from being able to be successful with a self-love spell or a money spell or whatever other thing that you're doing, right? So that's a good place to start. Um, it's maybe not as glamorous as the other stuff and maybe not as like cute, you know, but I guess you could make it fun. I mean, I, I think you could make anything fun, but 
you know, some people, they like the, they like the beauty spells. They like the glamour magic, you know, we, we love a good glamour spell, you know, but I think if you get really good at that, then also when you start feeling like spooked, you know, cause you're, you know, at the beginning, you're everything, you're, you're unlearning programs and um, feelings. If you have ways of being able to cleanse away those feelings or deal with them, address them, then you're going to be better off in the future. And you're also going to feel more empowered to be able to, to go after what you really want with magic. Um, yes. Yeah. What I say, listeners, every time somebody <laughs> asks me about it, I'm like protection work. That's yes. the first thing you should do. Protection yes. work. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so underrated. I mean, I think people just like, it's just not like what people want to do, but I'm like, you got to learn how to defend defend and like protect yourself and in every aspect of your life not just in mm -hmm. magic but if you build something if you're creating something you don't want people to just be able to come in and knock it down you know what I mean you need to be able to feel like there's some measure being taken to preserve what you you know are building up so yeah I mean it's maybe not super sexy but you know make it sexy you know shit <laughs> find a way to make it sexy incorporate it into your daily practice Find fun little incantations and spells and view your, your gemstone crystals and your jewelry and, you know, with, you know, protective energies, make decorative uh, paintings and artwork and, uh, you know, bless and charge picture frames around your house to be protective amulets. I mean, find a way to make it fun for yourself, but do the damn work because at the end of the day, you're never going to regret having, you know, all these protections around you. You're never going to forget that. You're actually going to be so happy that you stepped into that first. Um, and I wish I could go back in time and be like, girl, put the green candle down. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, you know, so just to recap there, guys, research, a lot of research. I hear so many people of just going hardcore into the Ouija board or Someone, someone oh being like deities that they shouldn't be, or oh you know, like that. <laughs> I hear so many horror stories, and I'm like, where was your protection work? Where oh was like your guidance oh to your ancestors to see if this is even the path that you should be taking? Mm -hmm. Super important, in my opinion. Right. I, you know, and you know, as as well as doing the research, because I do say this, like I in my um magic. 101 class I talk about also with reading and uh, getting all that information I think that there is a point where we get caught up in like taking in all this knowledge right we're reading we're reading we're watching endless yeah. videos we're watching listening to the podcast but we ain't done any magic you know we haven't actually done anything and it's like okay Yes, but you also need to do some tandem work with that. And I think the best thing to do is practice with protection work, right? Practice with cleansing and clearing. Practice with these little things that you can do on a daily basis that get you into the mode because you can take in endless information and never do anything with it. You know, how many people are on the internet researching all these different hobbies and researching how to like build a business and have tons of information and never do anything with it. And the constant justification is, oh, I'm just trying to get more information or I'm just trying, you know what I mean? It's like, don't also don't get caught in the, you know, everlasting uh research stage because if that's hindering you from actually using your power you know what's really gonna inform you of where you're at is by doing right so experience as well you know that's where you're learning as well and people watching the information and reading the book is only going to get you so far because now you've got to trust on your spirit guides and your ancestors and your angels they're going to be directing you and if you're so afraid to do anything, they, they're, they're going to just sit there and be like, okay, well, either we're going to push you into another spiritual awakening to get you out of this like constant, like state of fear that you're in, in a way, or we're going to let you sit here and try to collect endless amount of like fill notebooks and notebooks with information before you do anything, you know? Um, and then lastly, I think that, you know, you need to maintain your spiritual hygiene, right? And I think people, 
I think that means a lot of different things for different people, but you need to keep up with things. Like I said before, doing magic daily, right? If you have an altar space, like you need to go to the altar. It doesn't have to be some big ceremonial thing where you have a robe and there's like incense burning. It could just simply, you know, directing energy and just saying, thank you universe for another beautiful day. You know, you know, I'm so grateful to, before your feet come, you know, hit the ground off of your bed, you're already saying what you're grateful for, for the day. You know, it could be enchanting a cup of coffee, blessing your lip gloss. It could be turning your keychain into a magical amulet, whatever it is, but you need to maintain what you're doing, right? Keep, keep it going, right? And also checking in with yourself internally, you know, where are you at? You know, the shadow work is really important, you know, the journaling, the healing, it's not just all the spells and the candles and the potions, which I love all of it. Trust me, I'm, I'm the first one to bust out some oils, but we do have to make sure that we're not, um, avoiding other necessary um, spiritual lessons and, and practices in pursuit of what feels good, you know, and light and fluffy. We also have to make sure we're doing the heavy lifting. And, um, and that's a daily thing. That's not like a every full moon cycle, <laughs> you know, that's a daily check-in, um, you know, how people in Christianity do like those daily devotionals you know, I think you got to think about it like that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you got to check in with where you're at in your spiritual practice. And it doesn't have to be super convoluted or crazy. It just needs to be something that for you, you can track and maintain. Um, so that's where I would start. If I could go back in time and tell, you know, young AJ, this is where you need to be at girl. We could have been, we could have been so much further ahead but you know what you know you have to take the time that you need to take to get where you gotta go but I wish I could go I wish I had a time machine I really do <laughs> but you know what your stories are that you share every time that we get together for magic right mm -hmm. are so nurturing and so like aha moments because I think that you had to go through that to like understand, right. And deepen your work. And I don't know that you would be much further. I think that you are much further because you've learned your lessons there and now you're, you're becoming more and more powerful. Right. Yeah. And what I heard also from you is this is not for the faint of heart. Like this <laughs> yeah. is the work. This is the work. This is devotion. This is not a one and done. This is not like you see in the movies. Let me wave my wand and poof. It's done. Right. It forget it. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. I think people come here thinking it's going to be easier than Christianity. And then they figure out, oh, <laughs> I have to take full responsibility for my reality. And now that I am no longer seeing in black and white and white and I can see in color, I, I can't go back now. Everything is crystal clear in a way that it wasn't before. And I can't, I can't go back to being ignorant and that's heavy. Right. And it's scary, but it's like, it's so much better on this side. Like, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be living my life and not having magic. I mean, to just be going through life and not even knowing about astrology or what's going on, you know, and just being hit. Like, it's like going outside, never checking the weather. And then just like hoping that you're wearing the right outfit for whatever's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> you say that. I made that same mistake on Monday. I went outside. <laughs> I didn't check the weather. I slipped and fell. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad that you're all right, that you're here to tell the story. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. For I me, see I that think... all the time where I'm like, uh, you know, I have all this knowledge, right. And I'm like, I don't know how people are doing it out there without protection yeah. I mean, people are doing it, but you know, you kind of see the stories and, and you, when I come across some people that are in religions, there's nothing wrong with being a religion in a religion because that right. could be very helpful to them. But it's kind of like once you've seen it, it cannot be unseen. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Do you have um, an easy protection, you know, um, advice to start with, like a newbie? Um, yeah, that I, you think, would recommend? I think I um, think 
salt is a really great place to start. Mm -hmm. And if you're somebody who's in the broom closet, it's easy enough to utilize in so many different ways that no one's going to know about, right? Um, you can make salt water cleanses, um, salt and lemon, wash your windows, your floors, um, you know, put a little salt water in your cleaning supplies and just kind of say your incantations or your prayers over it, right? That could be as simple as protect me, keep me safe, shield me from all negative energy and evil eye or negative influences in the house, purify this space of all harmful vibration, you know, um, speaking over that salt water is a very grounding force as well. So that's a very simple place to start if you're scared <laughs> or if you're new, or if you're somebody who like wants to practice, but you don't want people to be like, Ooh, what's that? Like, <laughs> what's that like black candle that's burning in the background? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I would start there also. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like great little amulets that you can create. So everybody's seen the evil eye protection symbol, right? Mm -hmm. the, the blue eye. Um, a lot of people don't realize that you have to like bless that before it can do anything for you. So they'll buy it and then that's it. They're like, okay, it's going to work now, right? So if you're looking to start a practice, right? Or start doing protection magic, go out and find like a really cute, evil eye protection amulet, something that's like bedazzled or a bracelet or something that you like, and just start enchanting these little items, right? Saying your incantations and visualizing energy coming out of you and onto the item, right? That you're filling it with this protective energy. Use protective crystals, gemstones, like um, black tourmaline, smoky quartz. I mean, even clear quartz can be used as a form of protection. Black kyanite, um, obsidian, um, look for uh, crystals that you can maybe even wear as rings, as earrings, as necklaces, you know, little small, tiny things, just incrementally. And then I do have, um, some videos up on my TikTok and my Instagram on basic, like candle magic. If you're ready to go into those places, um, that you can do that use basic household herbal ingredients, you know, so you don't have to go run out to a witchy shop and buy, you know, eye of newt or something, you know, you can reach into the cabinet and, and get your, your thyme or your rosemary um, mm -hmm. or your clove and, and do a really powerful protection working. So that's where I would start. If you're just trying to do something simple and you're not really like super feeling great about it, smoke cleansing as well is a great way of of just like resetting an energy, but you do have to make sure that you're properly doing that because certain types of smokes will just cleanse everything, but it doesn't put positive energy back into the space, right? So you want to make sure that you're balancing that out. I also have a video on smoke cleanse as well on my YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, I mean, those, that's where I would kind of start. Wow. That's great advice. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You have so much info out there on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, you're a plethora of knowledge. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing these days and, and how people can find you? Yes. So right now I'm actually going to be teaching at a virtual conference called co-create mm -hmm. and I will be teaching with 43 other spiritual healers, practitioners, and other spiritual business professionals. And that's happening in March, which I am so excited about this. Like I, I'm like, where was this when I was starting? Like all of the juicy stuff is like being reserved now. And I'm like, you guys are so spoiled. I love it though. Uh, it's 11 days of magical healing, uh, learning, like workshops, right? Workshops, classes, healing sessions. And then there's Q and A, there's panels, um, there's one-on-ones. And then you get to also like create community, right? There's like chat boards and stuff like that, where you get to meet other people who are taking the class with you. And I'll be teaching the basics of glamour magic, but there are so many classes. When I tell you, I'm just going to break, I'm just gonna give you a little Costco sample of what's going to be in this. They're teaching Reiki, tarot, astrology, plant medicine, Akashic record, human design, music, magic, breath work, meditation. They're even teaching about how to do entrepreneurship and business 
with your spiritual gifting. So you can like take all this information and your gifts and actually turn it into a career, which I'm like, what? Like, what? This is amazing. And then you get access to all these playbacks so you can continue to come back and watch what you've been a part of, which is super awesome. And I love that. And it's like, <laughs> it just like keeps on like blessing you because some of these teachers, you know, you would have to pay, you know, X amount of dollars for just one of their classes and you're getting all of them all together, plus a community. And I mean, it doesn't get better than that. So I'm super stoked about this to share space with such, um, you know, diverse practitioners. I mean, it's just, I'm over the moon about it, as you can tell. Um, so that's what I'm moving forward in, in terms of like spirituality, but also musically, um, I'm working on a music video for my uh, song, 100% That Boss, and that's being shot this uh, this coming month of February. So that's I'm really jam. excited. <laughs> yes, mine too, <laughs> literally. And I love, I love that I'm finally getting an opportunity to make a music video for it. It's been a long time coming. This will be my first music video. So stay tuned for that. That's super exciting. And then, you know, I'm always doing like... Um, group rituals for healing or money or protection. Um, and those will always be posted on my social media. And of course on the glamorwitch.com. I love it. I always play your music, at, you know, in the mix of other, other songs. And anytime your songs come up, people are like, who is this? <laughs> is that Beyonce? <laughs> Let's go. I'm trying to get the Beyonce bag too. So. <laughs> I love it. And yeah, I mean, the last one we did, the Batty Bruja, I mean, Ooh. that totally shift timelines for me. Uh, you know, anytime we co-create magic, I feel like it's it's always so yummy. Yes. And I highly advise everyone to check in with their spirit guides. And this is going to be such an amazing event out in, uh, is it co-create? It's co-create. Yeah, it's a virtual mm -hmm. conference. On, yeah, it's it's a virtual conference, and uh, you know, you know, go check it out. Uh, so access to so many spiritual teachers, it's going to be amazing. Yes. And I, did you have any other questions? Oh my gosh, I could have like questions all day long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything that you didn't tell us? Any like juicy stuff that you want to share? Mm. You know, I feel like it would be like, I feel like I want to maybe share some glamour magic um, tidbits. I, so I just recently posted a, a, a video about um, this beauty potion that you can create to cleanse and enchant your makeup brushes for mm. glamour magic. And I've been seeing it's like Glamour Magic is really taking off right now. It's becoming very popular. Um, and we just recently, like you were saying, doing the Batty Bruja ritual. Um, and I would say this is the perfect time to start doing like investigating Glamour Magic because we don't have any like really like negative transits in the sky right now. It's really like rockets to the moon right now. And I think people should be blasting off with as many delicious energies as they can there's a full moon happening in leo coming up around the corner i mean there's a the great new moon in pisces to, towards the end of february or mid of uh, february and i feel like we should really <laughs> be harnessing this time um so i would go ahead and like take a little deep dive on my page and and go see what those yummy little rituals are because now is the time. I mean, we're in the month of love as well. You know, people mm. are gearing up for Valentine's Day and all of that, whether you're paired up or you're going to have a Galentine's Day, as I like to call it. Um, this is the time to do it. I, I think that um, we all deserve some nourishing energy after the incredibly trying uh, last couple of years that we've had together collectively. And in the last like six months that we've all just been inundated with lessons after lessons. I think what I want to share is just like, remember to enjoy life and smell the roses and do things for fun and, and things that bring joy. Um, 
because you deserve it. You know, we, we really do. And, and take this opportunity to enjoy it because, you know, I feel like the universe is like, all right, we're going to give you guys a little break, but when we come back, <laughs> it's going to be back to work, you know? So, um, go explore some of those things. Um, and yeah, like, don't just use glamour magic for beauty and like, there's so many other layers of, of glamour magic that um, can help you with your confidence and your business and protection and influence and just overall illuminating your soul so that the world can see you as as who you truly are. So, you know, investigate more than just like the, you know, the sexy elements of it, like find out all the ways that it can enchant your life. Aho. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I feel like I can go on forever. Um, I will be linking uh, Alexis's um, Instagram, YouTube, and her page down below. Is there any any anywhere else that they can find you? You can find me on Spotify. <laughs> uh, all you got to do is type in Alexis Nicole Jackson and uh, my face will pop up. <laughs> I will link that below as well. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your amazing knowledge and uh, educating us on glamour magic. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you all for listening today. We are always so excited to share knowledge with you guys and take what resonates and leave the rest behind. Please leave us a review. Drop in a little emoji. It doesn't have to be an actual full-on review. Let us know what your astrology sign is or what kind of things you're going to be uh, doing uh, this season uh, to practice intuition building, magic, and manifestation. Let us know. We would really love a review because that helps us get out there. It helps us be a lot more visible on Spotify, Apple Music, and all the other platforms. We would be so appreciative. Thank you so much for always tuning in and joining us. Have a great and beautiful week.